It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle bells. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's the It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. With those holiday greetings and greetings. How are we going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity? Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas. thing (laughs) (laughs) i love it you know know, um i say in like all of our 12 days of chase miss episodes that me and dan have this debate in our household um which is the better um kids christmas movie and it's between frosty and rudolph do you have a preference oh man just like those uh claymation movies yeah or like any sort of animated movie uh, the the claymation ones. Uh, well, I think Frosty isn't claymation. I think that's just animated. But yeah. um, so we. But those are the two movies that we watch when we put up our Christmas tree. So um, yeah, and I'm more partial to one, and he's more partial to the other one. Which one are you partial to? Out of those two, I I have to go with Rudolph. Ugh, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Frosty all the way. Totally thought you were going to pick Frosty because you said happy birthday. Well, <laughs> it's been a while since I actually watched Frosty, so. Thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump, look at Frosty go. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love Frosty so much. Um, I, I, that's the one that, like, I would always want to watch when it was on TV. I think Rudolph kind of creeps me out a little bit, so. Is it because of the Yeti? It might be. Bumble? Yeah, maybe. Um, no, it's actually, I think, I think Santa's a really big asshole. So, um, yeah, yeah, like skinny Santa's a dick. Okay. Like, (laughs) um, yeah, definitely rewatch it and you'll see how big of an asshole Santa really is. That's all I have to say. And in this one, it's just Frosty the snowman that these kids created that came to life. And like, I just feel like that's the magic of being a kid and, you created something and it came to life, kind of like when you write something and it's coming to life, like us podcasting right now, it's coming to life. So it's something that, I don't know, that's how I yeah, feel about it. I, think. I totally get it. Yeah, like there's hope. Now, see, if we were going like any sort of like animated film, I probably have to either pick a Charlie Brown Christmas or Santa Claus is coming to town because I just love those two. 
I'm not too familiar with them because I just watch those same two every year, but I'm trying to like broaden, like broaden. I can't, fuck, I'm trying to broaden, not broaden, uh, broaden <laughs> my horizons uh, with movie watches. Um, so I've actually been watching, um, I watched an older one from like 19, I think it was like 1949 or something like that. It's a, a holiday affair. And it actually has um, uh, Janet Lee in it. Really? Yeah, and it was really good. It was cute. Um, it's on HBO Max. For those interested in that, I thought it was super cute. And uh, I, I love that olden time feel of movies and like their dialect. It just, I don't know, it takes me to like a certain like feel good place, even though I didn't grow up in that era. Seemed to be a lot of simpler times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the film that we are about to cover for our Christmas episode here um is is one that you picked uh, Krampus and it has to do with writing letters writing a letter to Santa like that's like the main premise in my opinion of the film right otherwise things wouldn't be happening if this letter had never gotten written and I will go into way more detail and when we're talking about the last 20 minutes of this movie here however I want to know Carly have you ever written a letter to Santa oh I've written tons of letters to Santa <laughs> actually there was really uh-huh. <laughs> there was this one time, I hope I hope no kids are listening. There was one time when my parents really didn't want me to have a pet. And so I was asking Santa for a dog. <laughs> and of course, my parents were Santa. They were the ones buying me stuff. So <laughs> they decided to get me like this little like robot scamp. I think it was from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> like this little robot scamp puppy. So and, not a real dog. Uh, not a real dog. I was like, Santa, rip me off. <laughs> so did you write a letter to Santa? Like a complaint letter? No. So so Krampus wouldn't have happened to you. <laughs> Because it's well, when you write a letter in hate is when Krampus comes. <laughs> yeah, I never lost the Christmas spirit. That's why I want to talk about it right now, because I am ready to get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, is this uh, your first Christmas watch of the year? Absolutely. Really? I pretty much saved Krampus for only December. I had to watch it earlier this year because um, we did um, Best of uh, the Year 2015. And uh, this was on the list and I am like kicking myself because like I wanted to go with my gut and this would this this would have been my choice. Um, I could have replaced a movie in the top three with Krampus like I could have put the number three spot like that was my job. And I don't know why I think I think Dan talked me out of doing so. Um, because I've been kicking myself ever since, and um, I, re I ended up replacing the number three. Like, Krampus wasn't on the top three, but it was in the top ten, so I could have replaced it with any movie in that top ten. Mm. And I ended up replacing it with Black Coat's Daughter, um, whatever was number three. I, can't, I think it was The Invitation, actually. We talked about that on our last episode. Oh, that's uh, Yeah, um, I ended up replacing The Invitation with uh, The Black Coat's Daughter. Have you seen that one? I have. The Black Coat's Daughter was fantastic. Yes, but if you had the choice between Black Hood's Daughter and Krampus, which one would you pick? Every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I mean, I should have did it because, like, the other one, uh, the, the winner of that round actually was The Witch. And I'm not a fan of that movie at all. And it just was not, I just don't find that movie fun in any capacity. And Krampus is nothing but a blast. But ironically, um, we did Krampus last year on... Um, uh, 12 Days of Chasemus, and um, it just reinvigorated my love for it. But um, so people might have already heard this story. But originally, when I went and seen Krampus, I hated it. And then I rented it, and I was like, "What the fuck was that? My ass! This movie's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's one of those movies. Like, have you ever just like hated a movie and then like on rewatch, like, what the fuck was I thinking? The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight, really? I hated it I thought the dialogue was so repetitive I thought it just dragged on it's just I just did not enjoy it the first time I saw it now how long in between watches um shoot at least a couple months 
Okay, so like probably from theater to video? No, I didn't watch it in theater. I watched it sometime after it came out on DVD. I, I has, still have like 10, 20 minutes left of that movie. <laughs> so I like, I don't know. I haven't got my rewatch of that one or even my first full time watch. But um, I was a little bored. I was a little bored. And it's very fucking long. Yeah, yeah. It's a very long movie. And then they have like the Magnificent Seven or something like that. And there was just a bunch of those kinds of movies coming out at that point. And I'm not a fan of Westerns. Oh, I love Westerns. I love them. Really? Yeah. I mean, even though John Wayne is from my home state. um, Yeah, I just never could like really get into him. I did like Bone Tomahawk, though. Oh, Bone Tomahawk. Fantastic movie. Like, great ensemble. No doubt. Um, The one that I saw recently, it was called The Sisters Brothers. Okay. I haven't heard of that. Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal, like, all these guys. It was just a wonderful story about these two brothers who are, I think they're bounty hunters. Okay. Trying to Straight up Western? Yeah, straight up Western. Thriller? Western thriller, maybe? Like a Western thriller with a little bit of comedy mixed in, because John C. Riley walked Riley. <laughs> They work so well together. <laughs> well, I will... I, I did like Bone Tomahawk. Um, I did not like Dead Birds. Um, but I did like Bone Tomahawk. So, who knows? Maybe my uh, opinion is a change in on Westerns. Well, definitely at least give the trailer a shot. Just, like, see how you feel about it. Now, are you... So, did you know that there's, like, a, a no-trailer movement of where people just won't watch trailers anymore? I'm sort of on that movement, but... Yeah, because trailers, they're just spoiling everything nowadays. Yeah, I'm really hoping that, like, obviously I talk about Scream in every episode. It wouldn't be me if I didn't. Um... I, I really have a feeling that we didn't get to see anything in that trailer. I think we've seen a lot, but I don't think we've seen anything. For the new Scream, I've been avoiding everything. Every update. Oh, so you haven't, so you haven't seen the trailer at all? No. I'm so you're like, don't even tell me a fragment of anything, Lacey. Yeah, I want to go into this as blind as possible. Yeah, no, um, I was a part of that uh, Woodsboro group, and I had to silence it because they were just dissecting every single frame of the trailer, and I kind of did the same, but then I was like, okay, I'm ruining this for myself. I got to stop. I got to go to, like, 8A for a screen, <laughs> you know, because um, there's just this, there's this one moment, and I'm not going to, like, allude to anything here, but I'm, like, breaking it down frame by frame just to try to figure out who the fuck it is that's in this frame. Um, once the movie comes out, um, I'll, I'll definitely um, watch the trailer after and see if you pick up on it. Because there was like, the trailer's interesting, but there's just like one really interesting part. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on there? You know? And that's huh. all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I don't think I said anything though, did I? No, I don't think you did. Okay, good. Don't go watch the trailer because I think I might have just enticed you to. Uh, it was the same with Halloween Kills. I didn't want to know anything about it. I avoided all trailers, but they kept popping up on fucking ads if I'm like watching YouTube. Like the trailer showed up anyway. Like, okay. Thanks, guys. And the closer you get, it's going to be even harder to avoid. I know. More TV spots, more clips and stuff like that. Ugh. So you haven't seen like any promotional stills or any pictures or anything? I've seen some like headlines on some articles. Um, I saw some posters. I don't, I don't know if they're fan made or if they're official posters for the movie, but that's pretty much the majority of it. Like I have anxiety enough and we're almost, we're like around the 40 day mark of when the movie comes out. So like, it's just getting closer. So and November fucking flew by. So I think January 14th will be here before we know it. Oh man, definitely. Um, didn't you like make a post a while back saying that somebody like spoiled it for you? Spoiled screen? Yeah. Oh, um, supposedly, supposedly. Um, I, I don't know. Like there was a lot of uh, supposedly a fake script got leaked, and this person 
like that I'm like friends with and I've been friends with for like a really long time. I'm not going to like call them out by name, but I literally almost deleted them because of this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, and I don't, I don't like go out of my way to delete people ever. Like if people delete me, I'm like, what the fuck ever, you know? Right. Like, um, like I could unfollow this person, but it felt like such like a, a knife in the front. And like, I don't care if it's a fake spoiler or anything, cause it could still potentially happen. Right. So I like, and it, it was the most ridiculous spoiler ever, but I got so mad. I like woke up and that was the first fucking thing I'd seen in that morning. And then I scrolled down and somebody else had posted something and I was like, but I didn't really know that person. So they didn't matter. But the other person who I've been friends with and have talked about movies and this person knows how much I love this franchise and what it means to me. Um, I just thought it was a dick move. Because, like, obviously, this person's, like, status is going to pop up on my feed because we converse. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I thought it was just an ignorant thing to do. And especially with a movie that hasn't, at that point, I think it was, like, 60 days away from the release. Mm. (sighs) But, yeah, no, uh, if you post spoilers before a movie comes out or, like, at least give it, like, the week, week after before you, like, post spoilers. Like, see, I'll talk spoilers, like, in my podcast and you're going to know that if you listen to my podcast, right? Like it's called cut to the fucking chase. Yeah. That's why on some of them, I haven't really listened yet because I haven't seen the movie. So I didn't know if like you guys are actually going in depth about it or spoiling anything. So. Oh, that's if, if I'm talking movies, I'm going fucking in depth. I'm not going to sugarcoat. Like it's so hard to talk non-spoilers when you've seen a movie. Like, no, like, I don't mind if people go back and listen whenever. I, I'm just thankful that people listen, period, to be honest. Um, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if I'm talking about a movie, I'm not going to be a little bitch and not talk spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you listen to the show, everybody knows that at this point. Um, unless, unless I do, like, a Skip to the Lou interview. And I'm promoting somebody's movie and people haven't had a chance to check it out because it doesn't come out for like a month or two weeks. But my show's coming out prior. If they right. feel comfortable talking spoilers and they want to talk about it before their movie's been released, that's up to them. Um, but like with my questions, I try to avoid spoilers for them because their movies typically haven't been released to the masses yet. Mm. But other than that, um, yeah, I'm I'm if I'm doing a review on a film, it's full spoilers gotcha yeah like that's why it was a little bit hard to write for pop four sometimes because like it's all like basically a non-spoiler site for the most part and like i just want to talk about all the things that i love but not in a roundabout way anyways so uh we have this queued up at what did we say one one blah uh, oh, yes. 116 1602 1602 so we have 21 minutes and 38 seconds left of the movie <clears throat> so for those that want to follow along cue that up and while they're doing that if anybody ever wanted to know if i've ever written a letter to santa that's a big fat no <laughs> never not one single letter did you believe in him no um, I mean, like, my mom thought that I did, but I didn't. <laughs> um, because, like, I don't know, like, I'm too smart for my own good sometimes, and I ruin the fun for myself. And maybe that's why, like, I can, like, hold, like, spoilers for people, like, and not post it, like, at, like, publicly, aside from, like, the podcast. Like, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody else. And, like, half of the fun was, like, my mom thinking that I believed in Santa. And, um, yeah, so no, I, I didn't believe in him, but like, so I put out cookies and like, I did that, but I was like, I'm not writing a fucking letter to Santa. <laughs> like, so, I, so I, cookies? <laughs> I, I gave, I gave my parents cookies. Yeah. Like I, like I knew my dad, I knew my dad would eat the cookies. And I think maybe one of the things, how I knew it was like the way that the crumbs or like half of the cookie was like bitten or ate on the plate was like how my dad would eat so I don't know like there's clues there's clues here kids to figure out which one of your parents is the one eating the cookies <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know if you're listening 
don't want to spoil it for anybody. Oh, no, kids don't listen. Like, no, uh, the age range here, um, like, the lowest is, like, 17 is the youngest listener that we've had. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's good to know. Good to know. At least, I think, anyways, unless the kids, the parents are playing this for their kids. But I highly doubt that on an explicit show like this that any kids are listening. <laughs> so before we begin, I did want to ask you something. What was your favorite Christmas tradition growing up? My favorite Christmas tradition? Something um, you love doing. I, okay, even though, like, I didn't necessarily, like, believe in Santa or anything, I loved going to, like, um, like, big family Christmas parties. Um, that was always fun, like, because it's family, like, you don't get to see, like, every day. And somebody would always come dressed up as Santa, and it's like we'd be at like a a, a hall or whatever, and it's just like over a hundred people of like our family that like we never see, and just kids are running around, the adults are all talking and drinking, and like there's a big Christmas tree, and your parents would like bring presents to like have you go sit on Santa's lap, and like obviously like Santa was played by one of our family members, <laughs> and so it was always kind of fun to see which family member it was played by. Uh, um, but yeah, so the little kids were all like super happy about it. And I don't know. I guess that just made me happy. And like, I think the last time I sat on Santa's lap, I got a Madonna CD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, gives you any context of where I was at age wise. The la- that, I think that was probably like the big last party. Um, so I think I was probably like 14 when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh God, is that 20 years ago? I, wow I'm old fuck my life dude anyways um yeah so I got the greatest Madonna's greatest hits uh the last time I sat on Santa's lap uh, no actually that is not the last time I sat on Santa's lap um I went and seen a bad mom's Christmas and um they had a Santa at the movie theater and I sat on Santa's lap <laughs> That's funny. yep so that was like four years ago so ha we're not going all the way back 20 years ago at this point. I can go four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Favorite Christmas tradition or last time I was on Santa's lap? Both. Oh, I couldn't even tell you when the last time I was on Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of it. You have a picture? That's awesome. And I remember, like, no, because this was, like, right around the time that, like, I was really, like, really writing reviews for Pop Horror. And I, like, posted I was going to see A Bad Mom's Christmas. And, like, dudes were, like, getting all over my page. Like, this isn't horror. You ex- you, you call yourself a horror writer? I was like, well, I'm not writing about it. <laughs> like, and I just remember, like, dudes, like, on my case. And I was just like, hey. And, like, I remember I made a status. Like, so it'll pop up, like, in my newsfeed, like, every year. And it's, I'm like, hey, yo, don't come to my fucking page. I love horror movies. I love all movies. Go fuck yourself. Like, something along those lines. <laughs> Because I'm a female does not give you the right to sit here and say that I can only watch certain kinds of movies. Like, yes, I do like chick flicks. Yes, I love really gory, bloody horror movies, too. Fucking sue me. Do people still have that mentality that women can't like horror films? Well, that was, I mean, that was four years ago. Nobody's fucked with me since. But, yeah, I think so. That's so ridiculous. Isn't it, though? Ugh. All right, so you don't remember the last time you sat on Santa's lap, but <laughs> do you remember your favorite Christmas tradition? Um, There was one thing that I, like, loved back in the day. It was when we would all drink, on, on Christmas Eve, we would all drink hot chocolate and listen to my dad read uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Aww. And I probably shouldn't be telling the story, but there was one year... <laughs> It's the most ridiculous thing to laugh at, but oh my gosh. Okay, so there was a, a part in the book talking about dimples, but my dad, he accidentally said nipples. Oh. And that was the weirdest, funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like really, really young at the time? I, I think so. I was like probably younger than 10. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't even think I probably knew what a nipple was at like nine or 10. 
Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, that that was always. What's he thinking about while he's reading the Christmas book? Now that I'm sitting here, think pro like I'm I'm I feel like I was a delayed response there, and I feel like I'm just now like fully processing that. <laughs> like, what was he thinking? <laughs> Ordian slip, right? Idea. I have to ask him what he was thinking at the time. <laughs> Would, would he be cool? Is he the type of guy that would be cool if you asked him now? You, <laughs> I'm like, even, Dad, do you remember when you said nipple instead of dimple? <laughs> I'll definitely ask him about that. I'm actually going to see him tomorrow. You should make him read you the story and see if he has another slip up. I actually still have those books somewhere. There you go. Yeah, we had a... Christmas Carol, I think it was, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and a whole bunch of, like, Charlie Brown Christmas comic collection that we had. Charlie Brown? So you're a big fan of Charlie Brown. I wouldn't say big fan. It's just, like, I grew up with, like, the Charlie Brown specials and that book I used yeah. to love. Uh, Are you a book. fan of um, The Great Pumpkin and Charlie Brown? Oh, yeah, that's a Halloween tradition. I always got to watch that every Halloween. I got a rock. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, have you ever got coal in your stocking? No, surprisingly, I was a horrible kid, but I never got coal in my stocking. I got coal in my trick-or-treat bag. What? Yeah, some little, like, some people just aren't, like, with the tradition. Like, I, there was weird shit that, like, you would get in Halloween bags. I would get, like, a toothbrush or... Um, like uh, Bible verses, um, yeah, shit like that. And then once, one time I got cold. That shows you like how observant I was to like what people were putting in my sugar treat bag. It wasn't even like edible coal that was like made like especially out of chocolate and stuff. It was an actual piece of coal. It was like what you would put on your grill. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. <laughs> Yeah, good like barbecue mesquite you know <laughs> like it was just like literally just like a lump of fucking coal wasn't even christmas but like yeah i mean like people just must hate they must have hated children and halloween Ugh, people just don't want to have fun no but thankfully i've never got uh coal in my stocking one of my favorite episodes of all time is the rugrats christmas special and I remember like Angelica's like afraid she's going to get coal all year because she's been bad. And like, she, have you seen this episode? I think so. I think I remember. And, and oh God, like, so like one of the twins, like Phil and Lil was like going to, she's going to get like a coloring book for Christmas. And like her brother, like got her crayons, but like, then she gave away her coloring book. So now she doesn't need the crayons because Angelica's a little bitch. <laughs> and, um, so like she ends up doing right but she still did terrible things right so she still ends up getting her barbie dream house but then like or the cynthia dream house and so she goes and she like opens like the the garage to see if the convertible's in there and there's a lump of coal it's hilarious <laughs> oh the more you're talking about it, the more familiar it is to me i probably have to rewatch that I don't yeah it's one of my favorites yeah yeah all right are you ready for this Oh, wait, DVD froze. Just give me a second. Okay. okay, so again, we're starting at one hour, 16 minutes, and two seconds. Yes, ma'am. All right. Ready when you are. On three. One, two, three, going. All right, so as I said, I talked about this movie um the prior year right and um, we did like a whole episode on it so I won't get into like my whole thought process because I was pretty out there on it I believe the movie's about seven deadly sins blah 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 blah, blah. however I will talk about the one thing that um I believe is the true villain of this movie and it's not Krampus is it Omi yes yeah because she didn't even bother to try to tell her son about this like she could have saved her family a lot of trouble if she explained why she gets weird around Christmas. Right? And, like, clearly he said he didn't want to write the fucking letter anymore. And she's like, no, you need to still write it. Like, 
And then the fact that she's like standing here, sitting here, you know, saying like, I, you know what, this is my fault. Like clearly, no, you already had your one shot back in the day and you still fucked up your family. Yeah, like she waits until everything goes to shit to try to explain what's going on instead of like if she told her son about this at like a young age and then suddenly he didn't believe it anymore like that I might understand but no she just she didn't do anything to try to convince her family to keep the Christmas spirit you know right and the whole thing is like all right she could have said um all right so like Santa is like um, if you're naughty, you're nice. Like, if you're naughty, Santa's not going to come for you. She never fucking said, if you're naughty and you don't believe in the spirit of Christmas anymore, Krampus is going to come fucking kill you. <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why can't that just, like, steer you into believing? Like, if I lost my fucking family at such a young age because of this being, of course I would tell my family about it. I would, I would instill the fear in them so they wouldn't make the mistake that I did. And also, I would be scouting my son's uh, wife's soon-to-be family in-laws and be like, okay, these are going to be ungrateful dicks that Krampus is going to come for eventually, so we're going to pass. But also, at the same time, it was, you know, her son's, her grandson, that is the reason that Krampus is here. Yeah. But yeah, she's definitely the real villain of this story. Like, she didn't learn. Yeah, at least Max actually learned his lesson and tried to, like, get his family back, you know? Yeah, but that's not the point of Krampus, though. That's not the point. The point of Krampus is you got one opportunity, and you can't just, like, take back things. You can't take it back. And Yes, you can. Don't say that. (laughs) No, like, once things are done, the damage is done. And, like, or at least according to Krampus, right? So, like, he get, he's giving you, like, this is why I don't feel bad for Max at all. I might, like, change your mind. I might not. I don't know. But, like, yeah, like, okay, Max is a sweet little boy overall, and he made a mistake, right? But, however, that's not how Krampus works. Like, obviously, that's why Omni just got taken again, right? Right. Because she's a part of this family, and um, she didn't do right by them. I would just never have my kids write fucking Santa letters ever again. And, um, right. I mean, like, what about the people who don't even celebrate Christmas? Like never have, never will. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's obviously a, a, a movie and that's how I have to chalk that I, up sometimes. <laughs> I hate, I, I hate that response of myself and I hate it when people say that to me. Uh, um, But, no, I feel like, all right, so people that do believe in, they lose uh, the spirit of believing, right? That's the point of this movie. Or that you, like, have hate during the holiday. And I think a lot of people do hate the holidays. And, like, I think some people just suck it up because other people like it. And um, I don't know. Like, I don't really feel like a lot of this family, like, did anything wrong. Like, uh, I don't know, like. Obviously, Adam Scott should have watched um, Charlie Brown Christmas with Max. Um, And then maybe we wouldn't be here. Um, I don't know why he had to be sent to his room because they read his letter. Um, But he shouldn't have thrown the letter out the window either. Yeah, just whole dysfunctional family. (laughs) Um, No, but so... All right, so here we are. We're losing the rest of the family here, right? And I have so many theories on this movie. I really do. But uh, the main one that I'm sticking with is that Omni was the villain. And now um, Max is in place of Omni. Right. And um, he's in place of her. And now we're down to these final two. And I don't believe that he really cares to save his cousin. And if he truly believed, I think that he would have been able to or something. I don't know. But I think Krampus is scary. Do you think Krampus is scary? Do I think Krampus is scary? Yeah. Um, I mean, if I can't face to face with him, yeah, it'd be fucking terrifying. (laughs) 
Krampus definitely isn't real. <laughs> like, I didn't even know anything about the Krampus lore until this movie came out. Yeah, um, I was never taught about Krampus growing up. I think it was because too morbid by my family. I don't know. But, right. yeah, I really, I still don't know much about him except he punishes naughty kids and basically the opposite of Santa Claus. But I need to look more into the, like, the history of Krampus. Yeah, I mean, one part that's, like, confusing, though, is, like, he wrote a letter to Santa, not Krampus. And, like, I guess, like, like that's the point of Krampus is, yeah, so he just gave him back the letter, right? Right. So he had so much hate in his heart that Krampus actually came. So this little boy must be really fucked in the head. I guess, I mean... Like, to summon Krampus. Like, there must be, like, some genes that Omni passed down. And look, so, all right, so that's what Krampus did with Omni. He gave him the bell, right? He's like, all right, I'm taking away your whole fucking family. This bell is your hope that the next part of your life is not going to end the way that this one just did. Yeah. He's giving him the chance. That's what that means to me. Is that what that means to you? Just, like, the chance to keep the spirit alive yeah so like he was never gonna he was never gonna get his family back that's why he got the ball just like omni did when she was a kid right and so like there's no getting his family back like i'm pretty sure like that's the point of krampus like so what max needed to do here was accept it and move on with his life like he's giving him the chance like he wanted his family to be taken away you know and see, like, now they're leaving and going back to where they came from. That's what's happening here. They got what they needed. And, like, obviously, like, his family is, you know, yeah, they got the last of who they gave it to. He's got the ball. Hey, assholes. Um. <laughs> yeah, like, when he says, I take back my wish and give him back my family, I really doubt he's thinking about his cousins or his uncle and aunt. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it, maybe it wasn't like Peter Part or something, but like, I truly believe that, no, so this, it, did, it didn't matter at this point, this, this, this ball, that was his gift, right? Right. And he, and he just threw the gift back in Krampus's face, so he's like, fuck you, kid, you're coming too. Like, you know, like, he had already given him his gift, like, as morbid and fucked up as it is. He had a chance, and he just fucking blew it. He, he like, Krampus is highly offended right now. And now he's got to pay the ultimate price. He could have moved on with his life. But, I mean, uh, if ran, if Max ran right now, I don't think they would chase him. No, I think he would have. That's why the gates of hell are opening up right now. That's how I perceive it, anyways. I mean, that's why his... Like, because Omni still had her little dreidel thing or whatever it was, right? Like, I don't know if it's a dreidel, but like a ball. And well, I had to huh? give it back. That's because she never tried to give it back to Krampus or even. No. Back. And she she moved on with her life and went on and had a pretty great family for the most part. Like, look at that house that they live in, you know? Oh, that's nice. Krampus does not like people standing up to him. He's like, I already gave you my fucking gift. And it was, you get to move on without your family. You didn't want them to begin with. So that was the ultimate cost. Oh, no, maybe I was wrong. I always thought Krampus was supposed to, like, teach kids not to be naughty, you know? Like, at this point, Max learned his lesson about, like, keeping the spirit alive and being appreciative of his family and stuff. So, no, it's, he's too late. Krampus thought, laughs at him here. First of all. By giving him a second chance. I thought this was his second chance. No, it was with the ball. Why are you ruining this for me, Lacey? I'm sorry. Do you, do you think I'm wrong? I mean, kind of. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. Like, based off of what happened with Omni, based off what's happening, look at him. He laughs at him. He's laughing at his fucking tears. He was never going to give him his family back, Harley. That wasn't the point. He, his second chance was when he gave him the ball and then he threw it at him. He's like, all right, well, fuck you. You're coming with now, too. Then what kind of ending is this? 
It's a fucked up one. And it's amazing. <laughs> no, it makes me cry every time, okay? I tear up That's every single time. Are, are you tearing up right now? I mean, faking <laughs> it, but I feel like the real tears are going to come out. <laughs> did, did I feel like I, do you feel like I ruined it for you? No, I mean, like, people perceive movies in much different ways. That's what makes the conversation interesting. Right. And then he just fucking drops him. Yeah, and then he wakes up in his own bed. So what, are they in some sort of hell now? Yeah, he's fucking with him, dude. I like he, fight. No, like, he didn't want his family back, period. It's a really morbid thing. So, like, he wasn't authentic about really wanting his family back. And now he's stuck with all of them forever in a fucking snow globe. But I thought it was confirmed in the comics after that that wasn't them being trapped. That was Krampus using the snow, glo snow globe as like a looking glass to make sure that the family keeps in line. No, I don't think so. Damn it, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> See, because he's looking at other houses. I mean, like the neighborhood's there. Do you see anybody in sight? Yes, I see the mailman. No, he's he's in a snow globe. The house is the snow globe. The house is the snow globe. Like, look, it's snowing. He's in a snow globe. Dang it, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I make sense. I know I make sense. <laughs> I think I make sense, too. I think it's just based on the audience. Well, we'll always have that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm right. <laughs> I think I'm right. It's a happy ending. <laughs> I do not think this is a happy ending at all. You've seen Trick or Treat, right? <laughs> hey, that guy got what he deserved. And so did Max. <laughs> he gets to be with a shitty fucking family for the rest of his fucking life. And every day is Christmas. The season or the day that he hated the most after, you know, with, in his heart. Like, he doesn't even look that happy. It just, it just doesn't seem like a hell to me. It's just like waking up on Christmas morning every single time. Yeah. Like, this is where they're, they're stuck together. For, they hated each other. And now they're stuck with each other for fucking eternity. Well, they're doing pretty well right now, I'm sure. Over well, yeah, because they're thinking they're going to get presents and shit. And then they realize it all really fucking happened. And now they're stuck together. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Maybe you're right. I don't know. I just like to keep a little Christmas spirit. Well, there's plenty of Christmas spirit. They get to live together as a family in one unit forever, Carly. Exactly. Like, it could be a good thing. Like, they might warm up to each other after an eternity. Like, she just, like, she got knuckles and said, hey, Maxie Padlet, she was going to fucking punch him. Look how terrible these gifts are. Are you serious right now? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, these are terrible fucking gifts. This is definitely, like, this chick just got a fucking, what you call it? Brass knuckle? Brass knuckle or, and then the, the taxidermy thing. Yeah. I don't see any amazing gifts here. That's because it was from Linda's family. <laughs> and it's going to be like that for the rest of eternity. And then the bell. I thought the bell was given to Max as a reminder to keep in line or else, because that was Krampus's way of telling them that what happened really did happen. No, this is his way of saying, you shouldn't have threw it back at me. Son of a B, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, though. Like, look, and now everybody knows. They're like, fuck, we're fucked. And they all look around at each other. Well, I thought that was just their realization, like, everything that they said, everything that happened was real. No, like, look, they're like, fuck. Here. I refuse to believe they're trapped in a snow globe. <laughs> what do you mean? It shows it here in a minute. Because it's a looking glass, just like a no. bunch of other glasses. Fine. Like, I can't hear what they're saying right now, but yeah, like, I'm pretty sure whatever that last line was. Like, I'm going to rewind that here in just a minute once we finish this part up, just to hear what that last line was. Krampus came not to reward, but to punish, not to give, but to take. Okay, I get it. There you go. There you go. I can't believe it, though. I just can't. 
Oh, but that's what it is. Look, like, look at it. They're like, fuck, we're stuck together forever. Came to punish. And now they're punished forever by living together. Yeah, but they would see the outside of the snow globe, not their own neighborhood. Not true. How, look at that. It's just the house. But no, you look around, there's other houses. In exactly. snow globes. They're all houses in snow globes. So that's what they're seeing. So there you have it. <laughs> one last jump scare. What? I said one last jump scare. I will say this, though. The music at the end of this movie, I love so much. Right? Where they do like a Krampus version of Carol of the Bells. Wonderful. And I love the advent calendar with all their faces. I know. That was really well done. It's such a nice touch. Yeah. See, I love I love, I love movie end or end credit scenes that get really creative, you know. Right. Got into the credits rolling up. So, did I change your perception of anything? No, I have to believe it. <laughs> That's sad. Sad, <laughs> lengthy. Are you saying I didn't make any sense whatsoever? No, you definitely made sense. And when I first saw the film, that's exactly what I thought, too. I don't that believe you. He interpreted another way, and so I chose to interpret it another way. <laughs> They're stuck together forever. Um, Wait a minute. Oh, Seth Green is in this movie? <laughs> he is? As Lumpy. Oh, yeah, he's the voice of um, one of the things, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. TikTok as himself. The so Rosie the dog was actually a boy named Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah, you you definitely make sense, and yeah, it's just me being stubborn. It's like I want this to be a happy ending. Like if you can convince me otherwise, I'm totally down to hear your thought or theory on it. Well, I thought I did, but... It, it, I mean, well, if, if you can counteract the point without me having a counteract argument. No, I think it's just my stubbornness. <laughs> I think so, too. Uh, I still love you, though. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's definitely one of the best Christmas horror films of all time, if not best. I know. Like, I, I got to watch this movie every year. Like, it is... it ha It's like, I have to. It's like, this is my. <laughs> yeah, no, and that is a really good uh, last 20 minutes of a film to dissect. Um, if anything, um, because I think it is open ended for a lot of people on how they perceive it. You're 100% right. And I'm not saying that um, I'm wrong. <laughs> not, I'm not saying you're wrong either. Like, I. I don't know. I think the director intentionally left it up for whoever watched it to decide for themselves, you know? Yeah, and that's what's great about objective movies like this and why I think it's a perfect movie to do on the last 20. Exactly. Like, we're all, we're sometimes going to have, like, differing opinions on endings and such, and I think this was a, a good example. Yeah, 100%. Um, I believe I said something similar on the episode that I did with the guys last year, and... I think Dan disagreed with me, and then I finally got him to see my way of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I definitely see your way on it, because I did used to think that, too, until someone pointed out the looking glass theory. And I was like, I like that much better. <laughs> hmm. Now, I don't think you'd give him back the family, though. I just don't. Like, I, I mean, not, like, in a good capacity. I think they're stuck together. I just can't see a Christmas morning be perceived as hell. <laughs> well, did you see those gifts? <laughs> um, yeah. So, with that, is there anything else you want to talk about with Krampus? Um, no, I think I, I think I hit all the points that I wanted to hit. How about you? Yeah, um, I mean, I think I really only have to say, like, Omni's a bitch. And um, 
Yeah, she should have just never had a family and then they wouldn't be trapped in a snow globe together forever because, like, it's like that. And Law Family, like, isn't even really her family. So she's fucked now, too. For the third time, I guess. <laughs> and that poor baby, if they are trapped in, like, this hell or limbo sort of thing, like, that baby's never going to grow up. Just, well, just that baby is going to be an asshole for the rest of her life, anyways, because she's her family. Like, she didn't have a fair shot to begin with. Right. <laughs> I know that's terrible. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> All right. What do you rate Krampus? Hold on. Did you check out the blooper reel of this movie? Uh, I have not. Oh, it is hilarious. Like, you got comedy people like Adam Scott, David Cochner. Just like, they kill it. It's so funny. You know, I met him in real life, David. Really? What's he like? Just as you would see him on anything that he does. <laughs> like, literally, the like, his character in real life is who he is in, like, The Office or in this movie. Like, I think that's just who he is. <laughs> like, he plays, he plays himself. <laughs> he had, like, a... I went and seen his stand-up. Like, he took photos with everybody afterwards. But, yeah, he... um. Like, his stand-up was, like, really about kind of, like, blue-collar employees, kind of. Mm. I think, like, like working-class citizens and things like that. Um, yeah, and then he did a lot of, like, his jokes from The Office. Um, which, I don't know if they still hold up today, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I doubt that. <laughs> but no, he's great. He's great in uh, Cheap Thrills. With, um, oh, God, who's the other person in that movie? I'm drawing a blank. Cheap thrills. Uh, Ethan Embry. Oh, Ethan Embry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen that one, check it out. Um, it's like a dark thriller comedy horror-esque. I can't oh, talk today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I give this movie a five out of five. Me too. I agree. Five out of five. You're not going to do 20 out of 20? I'm going to do 50 out of 50, just for the hell of it. <laughs> 100%. 1 <laughs> million points. One billion dollars. And one snow globe for the rest of your life. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have kind of a funny story about a snow globe. Um, my sister had this snow globe, and... Um, they had like a little gold bear in it. And she tells me that like I broke it when we were kids and I don't remember fucking breaking this thing. So I've been on the lookout for a snow globe with a fucking gold bear with sparkles in it for the last 35 years. Well, I'm only 34. Um, so I guess like the last probably 25 years at least um, I've been looking for this fucking snow globe. So I can never find one with a bear. So I've gotten her multiple snow globes at this point, And one of them actually had a house in it. It just wasn't the same. And I remember she took it, like, I got it to her for Christmas. I was so happy just to give her a snow globe, but I know it's not the right one because it didn't have a gold bear with fucking sparkles in it. So um, I got her one, but it had, like, a little cute little cottage in it. Like, it, I don't know. Like, it was, like, definitely, like, for an old woman. Um, and so um, I gave it to her, and I just remember the look on her face. She's like, oh, thanks. But, like, she, like I think she appreciated it because she took it to show and tell. It's a tell the story about uh, how I broke it. And then I got her this other snow globe. So she came home and like sat her backpack down. And the thing fucking shattered all over her fucking backpack. (laughs) So, yeah, um, every year I look for a snow globe with a gold bear. Um, I might just have to have somebody fucking hand make one. Yeah, probably. So if anybody's listening that knows any snow globe makers other than Krampus, um, or Let a globe that matches a description with the golden bear. Yes, please. Please, please let me know. I've been on the lookout for this for years, and I can never find one. Like, I Googled it. Like, I tell my fingers are blue. So, yeah. Maybe if maybe that will be my Christmas miracle if I can ever find a fucking snow globe like that. Like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like Christmas would be complete. Yeah. That's my snow globe story. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, did you ever have a snow globe? Um not that I recall, no. 
I went to Branson, Missouri earlier this year on the 4th of July. So like every time we go on vacation, we get a new ornament. Like I have traditions with like every relationship I've ever been in when it revolves around Christmas and it has to be ornaments. Like before, like when I was married, it was like a little mermaid ornament that I would get every year and he would always get a Cardinals ornament. So this with Dan, it's more like personalized. So whenever we go on vacation, um, because we usually go once a year. So we get an ornament from wherever we're vacationing from that year. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. So I don't know. It just makes you feel closer, you know? Definitely. And all the memories that, you know, you had throughout the years. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, we want to wish everybody, well, actually, we'll have another episode. Well, actually, I know Christmas Eve, um, we will be on hiatus that Friday. Um, but, huh? I said right. Um, because obviously it's a holiday, unless we decide to record something prior to that, which we'll have to figure out later. Um, but plan on us being on hiatus, uh, unless we decide to surprise you with something special. Um, cause I believe that's the following week from this week, right? No, I think we have after, one more after this next Friday, there's the 17th, which I think falls oh, off. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then the following is uh, Christmas and New Year's. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, if not, we'll have at least one more before then. So, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm losing, my brain is a little bit fried. Um, but I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to me rant about Omni for a good 40 minutes there. <laughs> and Carly, it's always a pleasure. I guess now's a bad time to say her name's Omi, not Omni. I like Omni better. Like, it sounds more of like a bitch name. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Omni. <laughs> <laughs> Omi, Omi. Like, oh, you owe me the rest of my life not being in a snow globe. <laughs> you owe me a good childhood. <laughs> you owe me a new letter to Santa. <laughs> Wow, did we just do that? Because <laughs> I guess this is a good time to tell you that you've been saying the fucking name wrong for like an hour. <laughs> I wasn't sure when to say it. Oh, no, that's brilliant. So like, all right. So if you go back and listen to it, you have to take a drink every time I say the name wrong. <laughs> that's at least that's at least six or seven shots. <laughs> While we're at you take a drink every time I say exactly or definitely, because I notice I say that a lot. <laughs> exactly. That'll get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, we hope you have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we will see you on the next Last 20. I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Carly Ray. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half happiest season of holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call it's the happiest season of all there'll be parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long long ago it's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the
Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. 